0: Can Can you? Okay, yeah. right. we're good. We're recording? We're recording. Oh, my God, it's happening. I, oh, my this God. This is so crazy. It feels so weird. Like, okay, we're recording ourselves. We could just delete this, so not a big deal. Get it? But it's like we're planting the seed. We are planting the seed. It's crazy. Okay, wow. how are we going to start this introduction? Well... I mean, we are the lucky ones that are coming together as a set of sisters to launch our podcast spinoff or the continued conversation of We Can Do Hard Things. My favorite podcast to date. Oh, my God. Life-changing podcast. It's like, I don't know. I just, I, I, every week. I just every episode I'm like just absorb all of it, and it's just so good. I just I don't know yeah i think I think you're right, there's a a lot to absorb in every in every episode, which I think is what started this idea was us coming together to break down the episodes between each other, mhm, was so much that we both saw in different ways, but was sort of the same, but different, Mm-hmm. which yep. was awesome. Like I, you know, we'd look for, I would look forward to those times that we could do that because it was like, your take was similar in some areas and then just enough and different. Mm-hmm. It made me think even more. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like everybody sort of processes all of the ideas that they're talking about differently and how it it kind of applies to their life and like raising just such really good questions that I really have never had the time to really or at least it hasn't been presented so clearly like the way that they do oh. uh and the way that they all Abby and and sister Amanda, mm-hmm. and all of them, like, can come up with, especially Amanda, where it's they can just speak so eloquently to these different feelings and issues that it's like, yes, that is exactly what I have been thinking. I just didn't know how to say it. And then I leave these podcasts with all of this stuff that I want to talk about. And there's only, like, a certain crew of people that or certain type almost that listen to this podcast, I think. And when you find, you know, thankfully we were able to, we love the same things and we were able to connect on that because you can't really find, you know, you got to find your people. And that's why I think this podcast that our idea is to just to be able to continue that conversation with other, with our tribe, like, to be able yeah. to just talk about it, and and that's really exciting. It was exciting, and it was, it's kind of like a little space that we get to have to continue these really good conversations. Yeah, and I, I love how every time we've talked about it, we've always said, like, it's not fluffy. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a, a point where we have to wait for them to talk about the – Soft stuff they dig right into it yeah and then the, yeah the clarity in which they can put words to some of this this stuff that like I feel like I've walked a path of like pretty clear understanding of the um you know early 2000s lingo like oh that's manipulation and that's right see like, yeah, all those little trigger words and this mm. is like Taking all of that and and making that so basic that we are now down to like the the deepest layer of granite in the layers of soil that yeah. were bedrock with these conversations, and I feel like I'm listening in on on this like soul. Yeah. Boring, you know, soul-revealing conversations, but it's really not because it's just really the actual truth of what's happening. Exactly, it, it really is. And as like a woman to hear other women so eloquently put it towards all of these things and being like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly how I feel. Or not even it doesn't even have to be what how what you relate to. It can just be. Wow, other people are going through that. I never thought about that. I'm not, you know. I have a husband. I have kids. I don't. I've lived a very heterosexual life, <laughs> you know. I I haven't got to listen or explore a, any of these issues that they bring up, like gender issues and how it might be for Abby when she walks into the bathroom, how it might be for you know Glennon when she told her family that she's marrying Abby. Like I, you don't know, I. In my life, I'm not touched by that at all, which we should probably mention. We were two sisters that Mm -hmm. live in the Midwest, um, and we are both, you know, living very white girl lives, Mm -hmm. which I'm equally as proud of, Um, and... It's it's such a different. We we kind of come from a different world than what I think Abby and um, you know Glennon and all of them live. Uh, just mm-hmm. from what I can observe, um, and it's really interesting to hear their world, and it's equally as interesting to sort of compare it to our world. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more about your world and your your family. Yeah, so I got married in, you know, 2010 now, crazy, 11 years ago, I met my amazing husband, and I have two girls, young girls, and, um, you know, I'm in the thick of being in mom role, and... Um, have basically like, you know, I'm just kind of coming out of my shell of like having little, little, little ones and now getting back into like the work world and trying to like figure out who the hell I am after, you know, having these little kids running around and yeah, I mean, it's kind of a shit show because it's like, wow I have just been immersed in these two little kids lives and now you can have some time to think about who you are and it's very that's why I love again this podcast is like wow you can really sort of rediscover what a badass you are you know yeah so that's that's kind of my situation I don't know should I mention anything else I'm trying to think um well I would like to eventually get to how we started our uh, fantasy sisterhood with with (laughs) Glennon and Abby and Yes. (laughs) That's amazing. And I, I'm sure if our listeners hear this, they will have their own stories. Right. So I think. Well, eventually... first, tell us, tell us your, a little clip of your situation of what your life is like. Okay. My situation, your like, situation, my situation. Cause you know, <laughs> we're using all of it, right? It is, we're putting ourselves in this situation called life. So I love that. Yes. Um, <laughs> Well, lucky enough for everyone, Andrea, my sister, sister, has all girls, and I have all girls, yeah. which is going to be a great breakdown because, man, mm-hmm. I, I look for little tiny threads of inspiration to feed my son the strength that I'm gaining from listening to their podcast absorbing their podcast. That's really, like you said, really female driven, but I I don't really see it in gender based. I really don't. I think personal strength is personal strength. And if you're lucky enough to have a strong female presence in your life in whatever role, I think you are killing it already. So yay for our kids. Um, So I have four amazing boys. I have twins that are 16. I have another amazing son who's about to be 14 Uh, And then a 12-year-old, our little baby. So um, they're all not, they're very manly men. They're not babies. But, um, and I have a, I have uh, an awesome husband as well. We've been married for 18 years, but together for like 20 something years. So um, what I have found is that I am, when I reinvent something or rediscover something or, change or bring light to something at this stage in my marriage. Um sometimes it absolutely scares the shit out of my husband. <laughs> so that's new like that's been a new part of our dynamic. There's been a lot of shifting of like our roles. I'm taking way more of a leadership role because I'm stepping into my cheetah hoodness life. Sure whatever, you know, my evolution is because I'm getting my spots. Like I'm, I I had my spots. (laughs) Yes. Like I'm finding my spots. Yes, absolutely. Before all of this, finding your spots all by yourself was freaking scary. I was like, something is wrong. Why am I finding these spots? Like what is wrong with me? So I am like so relieved that I get to break down the cheetah um the cheetah content and like attach my spots to all of this awesomeness like that's really what this is like there's nothing wrong you don't have freaking chicken pox like this is your cheetah spots you just had to had them covered up in like baby puke and you know sports equipment and and you know mud and grit and yeah so yes it's yes and I think that sort of You know, we didn't really know it, but back in, you know, when we first started reading Glennon's books, it was Mm -hmm. like, I mean, for me, it was, you know, way back when she had a blog that I was like, I don't know who this person is, but it just had just grabbed me to the core, just the the Mm -hmm. wonderful way that she writes and the, the ability to just, like you said, break something down to like its actual just core Mm-hmm. is very so rare and it just grabbed me immediately. Yeah. Um and then I sort of, you know, followed the blog a little bit, kind of fell out of it. Um and then I definitely remember being like, wait a minute, what? Like Glennon's married to Abby? Like yeah. I don't know how that happened and it was fucking hot. I was like, <laughs> Yes. I love this whole idea, you know? Um <laughs> I did. I was like, this is great. Yeah. Like she used to have a husband. I don't know what happened, but this is kind of hot. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and then definitely, you know, I had already known who Abby was obviously through sports world, but not, I don't really know like any of her story. I really didn't. And it really wasn't until um, I read untamed recently. Mm-hmm. I kind of was like a little late to the game cause I, my life is crazy mm-hmm. and I read the, I don't have much opportunity to read books because it's just not in the in the works right now but when I got this book from my local library mind you awesome uh, yeah I old school it over here okay I don't yeah, I don't mess around and I read that book in like two days yeah and just gobbled it up like I don't even know, and was just thinking, oh, my God, this is so, like, I felt like it was like a manual for, like, for women is how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that there weren't certain aspects in the book that I I felt differently about or I didn't necessarily agree with everything, mm-hmm. but I... Just loved it. I loved it for exactly what it was. And ever since then, and then all of a sudden there was a podcast to go with it. I was like, This is just it's too good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Like you definitely kinda hit a sweet spot because you oh. didn't have like a gap in between yes. uh, knowing the book and then like knowing Glenn and yeah. With Abby Live and Amanda Live. Like, that was so cool that that timed out for that way. For it you. really did. I was like, I couldn't believe there was a podcast. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. This is. I just read this book. But how did you um, discover all of it? Well, me and Abby go way back Ooh, to the yeah. world. Okay. I was like, who is this freaking amazing person yeah. visually? I mean, like, I am. Yeah like I'm five two when I wake up in the morning, so I'm probably <laughs> five foot when I go to bed. I am I have an inner Abbey for sure. Yeah and I, my boys were young. They were they were just like they were swimmers at the time. Um and they had just met their first Olympian swimmer who was um, a former Swimmer on the team that they swam with so olympics was like big you know big in our world at the time plus i'm just an olympic junkie like that is my super bowl season yeah i'm crying i'm cheering i am like and i think like i'm i those are the things that i'm telling you i was already trying to feed my inner cheetah by just to that amazingness on the screen of these Olympians, like I knew I had something like like that in my body. Yeah, I, I am determined, and I knew I had this rel- unrelenting drive and pride and sense of of like never backing down. All of that stuff, you know. All what, so when the boys met the um, they met uh, Peter van der Kay, and then the World Cup was going on. They had no idea what soccer was you know, in that sense. And then a woman's sport with it. I loved tying them to their first experience of the world cup to a woman's team. And it was amazing conversation. I was like, look at like, don't you dare ever bat an eye at a female athlete. They will trample you like, you know, and then so I started following Abby's story and watched like her 30 and 30. And just the, the whole thing was amazing. Just, I found her to be, of um, uh, the most gentle, sweet, genuine warrior woman that I absolutely wanted to channel her. Like, I just, I don't know, I was drawn to her mm. more than anything else. Um, so, you know, I did that. I followed her on Facebook. I did all the, you know, the old school things now. I really, mm. unlike you, I was the opposite. I really wasn't sure who Glennon was. I remember yeah. seeing this, like, article, like, oh, you know, in, in um. Self-help author divorces husband, like the headline, you know. Yeah. Idea, and I was like, wait, okay, wait. You married who? Like, I had a chance at Abby. I could have. <laughs> I could have <laughs> changed courses. Like, what? You don't know. But, uh, I thought that was awesome. Glennon like, will kill you for saying that by the way. she's not like messing. Oh, she's yeah that's okay i I feel Glennon I feel that way about my husband too. I'm just joking I'm terrified, <laughs> don't be mad. I'm kidding, but you you picked a good one Glennon, so yes, so yeah, so then i so then covid hits, and my working life purpose gets torn torn for me that's how it felt I I I lived for my schedule for school I had two freshmen in high school and I am telling you the self-talk that I had to do for that summer transferring from middle school to high school was so intense like don't be that parent that holds them back like this is this all counts now and I have to be a, this kind of mom for them and help them spread their wings. And, you know, so I'm talking it up and we get through like six months of it. And then all of a sudden I'm surrounded back at home, like toddler land, back with babies in the house. Like, mm. mom, where's my this? Where's my that? Where's my this? Trying to figure out virtual school. I'm outnumbered. I'm make, back to making like hourly peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So everything was just thrown back in on my lap. Mm -hmm. And so Untamed came to me like a torch of strength and refocus to remind me that I am in control of how awesome this can be by being – it equates to how honest I'm Mm. going to be with how exhausting this is. And it was Mm -hmm. the first time in years I had to – confront my, my own fear of like, I cannot handle this and I'm not that kind of person. I find a way to handle it. Yeah. So I, it really helped me understand what I was feeling. And then I started, then I was attracted to it. I wanted more of it. It felt amazing. I walked probably 30 miles a week. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I, Cause I had so much energy to, I had so much frustration and so many things, but I was walking to the beat of that book over and over again until it, it sunk in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast was like the, like the, the highway to more. So I was in yeah. and I was reading it and, and like having these, like, first of all, I have to read just a little story of after I read the, the very, like, beginning of her book when mm-hmm. she was talking giving the whole example of the cheetah and how there's cages and, yeah. you know, it started when she was 10 years old. I literally, like, grabbed my daughter, like, had her sit down. She had no idea what was coming. She's 10. And I was like, listen, there's cages all around you. And you don't need to be in those cages. Like I gave her the whole (laughs) analogy because I was like, I had this like motherly instinct to like immediately tell her like, yeah, this is like you're at that age where there are cages all around. And and to be able to like even just have that example Mm -hmm. to put into words to my child so soon like at at such a young age I'm so thankful for it because it was like oh my god this is exactly it just it just shone a light on so many different things that I want to teach her and also when I was reading the book I was like I need to find like more people that are reading this book because I want to talk about it I want to know like I want I want to be around people who read this book. Yeah, and that's how I felt, and that's sort of like our, uh, I think, um, idea too behind doing this, but this podcast that discuss all those things because it's like I just want to continue the conversation. I want other people to, you know, I want to hear other people's ideas. I want to hear your ideas. I want. To, I just want a, a, a spot to just keep going because I don't. I can't stand just the regular mundane conversation with, you know, whoever, you know. Well, I love that. I I love the point of, like, keeping it going because once you get triggered into a momentum of, like, an unstoppable force Yeah. oh, this, it unlocks me. You don't want to slow it down and wait for, you know, the next, like, phone call that only you and I can have as sister's. Or hopefully come across someone who's listening to it to maybe bring it up. Like, we don't go places. You're in mm-hmm. the drop-off line, and I'm at baseball practice. So, yeah. you know, there isn't that. But what you're handing down to your daughters, and hopefully what I'm handing down to my sons through this, uh, you know, this new awakening, I guess, or this new learning, is that's all we can do. That's all we can do is pass it on. and. Yeah try to reach people who are also feeling the same thing where they're like tingly and sweaty and craving it and, and taking the points of conversation and trying to apply it to their lives. Cause I had those moments and I'm sure other people have where I'm listening to conversations on the podcast or other podcasts where I know that these people who are on these podcasts are, they're in a tribe of their own. They have they have staff, they Mm -hmm. have different, a totally different lens of what their everyday life is like. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, you know, I, yeah, I absolutely get that. If I was in their shoes, if I was a, you know, a gay couple, I would definitely see it that way. And I can, I immerse myself into their point of view, but I also want to immerse myself in my own point of view and not get totally caught up in, in the translation given through other people that we don't know, as much as I feel like I know them and I love them and I yeah. want to be best friends with all of them, you know, I think it is our job in our yeah. own lives to say, okay, well, how does this equate to a small town dirt road girl in Michigan with four sons and no staff and family dynamics that are totally different. And I, I don't have an agent. I don't even have a microphone yet. I'm talking yeah, like exactly. this. Yeah. We're you know. literally recording on like a free trial app. Yeah. We we know nothing, but we, all we know is that there has to be more people that want to talk about this yeah. and keep the conversation going. And, and we're so like inspired by all of it, but absolutely. Like I, cannot tell you how many times I read, you know, uh, Glennon's book and listened to all of their different perspectives and thought to myself like, wow, that's so interesting. I never thought of that before Mm -hmm. and then sort of took it and and kind of applied it to my own kind of thought about like, well, how does that look for me? And you're right. We live in such different worlds and politically we live in such different worlds. Yeah. Um, the culture here is different as, as of anywhere, you know, um, and, you know, I don't agree with every perspective, but I love being able to hear what what their world is like, um, but I, I also love the idea of doing being able to do this podcast where we can share some of how it applies to our world, too. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I I don't think it's um, an expectation to put on any human to consider everyone and where they're coming from and where they're receiving this information. But I also think that when you light a spark like Lennon has with her writing – I think the biggest compliment to her and to uh, obviously sister and Abby and whoever is a part of this tribe I'm sure there's a list of names and all of her you know her um all of her extra work that she does to the community and her charitable um organizations. I think we're continuing we're- we're we're taking that spark and we're we're continuing to light little torches anywhere Absolutely. we can, which is just a huge compliment to their honesty and to the vulnerability that they are revealing to everyone. I mean, make it freaking personal, man. Uh, I mean, to me, uh, for me, like I, the, their ability to just be so honest Mm. is so, it's like a magnet for me. And uh, to be able to like have the balls enough to say everything that they're saying, is so inspiring. Uh, and For me in particular, every freaking time Amanda talks, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Come out from behind the curtain and write your own book. Like, she is just, I relate so much to her. It's not even funny. The yeah. way that she talks is, I don't even know how she comes up with half of the sentences that she says and then, like, brings it around back to make, like, this huge impactful meaningful thing to say it's ridiculous <laughs> like i'm a little pissed that Glennon has kept her <laughs> behind closed doors for so long like i need it i like it's just the uh, the whole dynamic of, of the whole the whole podcast just uh, to me it just gets me and yeah uh, i just keep like you know taking all of these topics and issues And I keep talking about it with my husband, like, and then they were talking about this, like, you know, maybe I just checked the box off sexually. Like maybe I just checked the heterosexual box off because that's what you're supposed to do. And then we have these like long drawn out conversations, but it's all conversations that like we really should be having. Yeah. It's just so good. And I, I, I just, it's so easy to just keep the conversation going because it's, it's honest and fun. And like, I just could keep talking on and on and on. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I, I think that it's cool. If we open up our, our discussions with other people to then hear what inspires them and what they're picking up from it. And, and, and you know, what you know two, sorry to interrupt you, you know, what would be really cool would be to hear like other people mm-hmm. that live in other space and other cultures and in other yeah. cities, like how, what it's like for them. And, Absolutely, you know, like I, we're getting the one perspective from, uh from Abby and, and Glenn and all of them, but it would be really cool to hear like how it applies to other people's lives too. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would love to, um when we produce this, Episode. I would love to have an email attached, and then yeah, you know, there's so many ways to connect. We can have a hotline. We can have a call-in number. There's so many things that we can do. I um, um, love it. Yeah, and I, I I do. I I look at it, you know, kind of as connecting the torch, the flame, keeping it going wherever we can. But at the same time, I also think that we're really going to be we're, we're, we're really being pretty darn brave just even opening ourselves up yeah. to investigating what feelings we're feeling, all the feels that we got going on in yeah. front of other people um, for our own personal reasons and I think that this is a really brave movement that we're joining into and hopefully we're we're keeping the momentum of the movement in whatever yeah. way we can but But, um, but yeah, I think it's really brave that you and I are even starting this Yeah, and I'm really proud of you. I'm excited to, yeah, I think so too. I think I'm, I'm proud of us for sure because it does take some really big balls to, you know, continue the conversation of anxiety and gender roles and, you know, especially like, you know, I don't know about where other people live, but where we live, it's you know, we're, and I'm sure it's probably relatable everywhere. We live in a very just like blue collar. You go to work, you come home, you do all the things, you take care of the kit. Like it's all very, there's not a lot of fluff here. There's not a lot of, you know, women that I come across, you know, everybody's just a very, in their own worlds, and not a lot is talked about, uh, you know, on the day to day. And, um, I just kind of got to the point, especially after reading all of that and listening to the podcast and all that, where it's like that really is just bores me and is very just like not what I want to keep promoting for my girls. Like, I want them to be able to have enough skills to be open and be truthful and attract people who are doing the same thing. Yeah, I agree. I think where we are in our communities, there's not a welcoming tribe of women or a welcoming sense of, of I don't know, like a gentle community. You have to, it's all very like, Purpose based, like you want to hang out with anyone. Well, good. Then volunteer for this, and then you'll have people calling you. But they're also telling you what to do and giving you things, more things to do. They don't really want to get to know you. They just want to know in what ways can they gain productivity from you. Yeah, and like. I'm at my max, like I'm oversubscribed on productivity. So, you know, so I'm not, at first when my kids were little, having four kids in one elementary school, I was all about it because I wanted to just be near my kids and I wanted to see their experience up close in elementary school at those sweet young ages. And then the next thing I know, my husband's looking at me like, it's midnight. Why are you filling up grab bags? I'm like, well, tomorrow's the festival, and I and I said I would, and and I'm. They found the most accountable sucker to reel me in with that, holding that responsibility button over my head because I'm way overly responsible, and I'm, you know, pulled the total Amanda card and was like, you know, don't look around, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. it. I want everyone to rely on me, count on me, Mm -hmm. and. And that was a huge price to pay to meet a couple of friends for coffee over a, you know, a meeting about anti-bullying that was actually not even a thing. <laughs> like, it <laughs> didn't even do anything. Like, none of it meant anything at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. I think we're trying to find something to connect to that means something. Something, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and it always kind of speaks. To what you know, Amanda was saying. I know I'm jumping the episodes, but um, you know what she was saying about where you just feel like you're you constantly have to be doing something and going and signing up and you know all of those things. And you end up losing sight of like the air you actually need for your own lives and yes. what's actually going to serve you and give you joy and happiness and you know, and of course, like she said, things are gonna fall to the wayside. You're gonna disappoint somebody. Yes. But um I'm I just love the idea of creating time to do this podcast to just breathe in more air to all of the intentions that we have of what we want for our lives and like the all, all the good juicy stuff that that's what I want. Yeah. More of, and this is like a great spot to do it. And literally we had to create time to do it. Like I literally had to call my sister. I dropped my kids off at school and shoved down some breakfast and I called her and literally had to carve out time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and because this is, like, from a genuine place of realness and trueness, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice, does it? No, it feels like a a wonderful conversation. Like, I just keep talking. I'm super excited to go through each episode because I love, there's so many points of like even the first episode that, you know, we, we want to be able to talk about is the anxiety episode. I mm-hmm. I can't wait because I can tell you I have so many different things to say about my own anxiety and it's yeah. just, I there's just so much more conversation to be had. So I'm hopeful that other people want to have a conversation with us too. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I I have, I have over like 13 talking points on the first episode and I don't even think I went all the way to the very end. I think I still have, like, five more minutes left um, of re-listening. So, but that's what our plan is. So, our plan is to go through all the episodes one at a time, break down, like, the key talking points, because we we don't want to carry on for, like, too, too long, but we want to go over the key points of what what spoke to us and build off of those for about an hour and, um, and see how our, you know, each other's take on it from the, well, from, you know, the, the good stuff to the uncomfortable stuff. But I love the visual of, like, looking at this, like, every episode that we, re- we break down, we're trying to dig a little deeper to uncover more, more cheetah spots. Absolutely, absolutely. And also, like, bear with us because we don't know shit about doing podcasts. And we don't know how to, like, edit anything or do anything. So we are going to be learning. And we hope that you can bear with our, like, tangents and um, just going on and on because we really don't know. (laughs) Hopefully, I mean, we've been learning through just listening to their podcast, I think. It has given us a really good flow, but it's just going to take a while to figure out. But uh, Yeah, and we're going to get better at it, and we're... We're listening to other podcasts, yeah. um, like our girl Rachel Hollis put out. Yeah. Um, hey, Ra- hey, rage. Um, <laughs> she's another one of my fantasy friends. But yeah. Um, but here's what's awesome is that we are we know what we don't know. We're honest with what we don't know. Yeah. We are curious to know more, and we really don't freaking care the quality of recording that we're putting out there because the quality is in the words that we say. So the entertainment piece is not really on our our top <laughs> list of intentions. It's really not. We're hoping right. to keep the juicy, you know, like really tactile feelings of what we're trying to uncover about ourselves as women and mothers and sisters and cheetahs yeah. like at the forefront. And yeah. so, yeah, it might not be perfect, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to yeah. come up with our all of our stuff that you guys need to reach out to us. Um, and we're hoping that this is giant. Like, is, we don't care. Like, we're, yes, we're small-town girls from Michigan, but we have, like, big, big, big time, big city dreams about this experience mm. because we have so much to pour into it. Yes. And I, just for me personally, I love getting everybody's different perspectives. I I love it. I love how it makes me question things. And I don't know, it can only really like to me having a bunch of different perspectives and the way that people lives, it just fascinates me. And it just gives me so much more, you know, knowledge. And it's just, it it fills me up. So I'm I'm like stoked. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to do that for everybody. We're going to fill them up and we're going to give them a lot to talk about. And you know, one of my favorite things that Glennon says is like, Hey, you know, if you like it, rate us and review it. And if yeah. you don't, like, that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Said, it's fine. It's I love that. Fine. I actually I, have found myself when she goes to say that, I say out loud, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Because she's politely saying, like, bite your damn tongue. I don't want to oh, know. I love yeah. it so much. It's so great. Like said, you know, Like how is something so simple like right. that to put it right back on that person and be like no it's fine yeah it's fine. the most, i love it. Uh, like a liberating thing you can possibly say that we're you know, like yeah, we're good we didn't want you anyway bye <laughs> I, I, I love it and i love that she's like they're also uh like very upfront about being like we really have no answers we're just talking about this like yes. we know nothing like i love it yeah like, yeah either do i nobody knows yeah yet. right We're continuing that same theme over here. Yes. We really don't know, but we know what we know right here in front of us. Like, we we are, I would say you have found another set of sisters that do not claim to know what is 10 feet in front of us or 10 feet behind us. Exactly. right in our little damn circle, like, we're on it. We are on it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're going to... Do the anxiety the first episode which was about anxiety, we're going yeah. to um record that podcast and get it out to the the world. Yeah. Oh, who Whoever podcast I mean, goes. Yeah, who cares? Whoever <laughs> podcast goes you know what, if it goes nowhere, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that going. We're gonna have our weekly episode drop and keep it really consistent. And yeah. hopefully, eventually, kind of get in tandem with um, with London's podcast, and um, we're going to try to spit out as much content to sort of catch up to them mm-hmm. as, as we can. And partly because we have to concentrate our time and like make the most productive time, because we have, like I said, between the six between the two of us, we have six kids. Yeah. So it's it, yeah, it, it, so- it definitely will be. It's not going to be hard to do, but it's just finding the time to do it, and that's really, um, yeah. yeah, that's going to be tricky. But we're going but to freaking motherhood. do it, damn it! Yeah, yeah. That's motherhood in a nutshell, and hopefully, we make you laugh, and I'm sure we'll probably cry, and I'm sure we'll we'll laugh louder than we cry, hopefully, or something. Yeah, but... hopefully. So, all right. Well, that's our intention. So, oh, yeah. Uh, one more thing. So, <laughs> we were laughing before we did this uh, podcast because my sister's name is Gina. And so we were laughing that she, I would call her G. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you can call me sister. I'll call you G. Yeah. And, um, and then well, we'll. Yeah. Because I think we should also share that, like the, the part I had this dream about this idea of this podcast thing, but I didn't know what I was quite dreaming about until I spoke it out loud to sis, my sister, sister. And and these little kittens were inside my house, and they went running out, which I looked up yesterday. And kittens are, like, a sign of, like, purity and hopefulness and, like, what? new ideas. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. And I'm chasing these little kittens, and I'm going, sister, sister. And I end up finding my sister with headphones on, and she's like, I'm recording a podcast. Yes. And it. it. was it was so meant to be. So, okay. So, yeah. So, your sister um, forever on this podcast and however else I'm going to call you G. It. So, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if this podcast ends up being like an exact replica of what they're doing, sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> We're going try. to try. <laughs> well, I think well, we will, we will let you know if all of a sudden we start calling our husbands, abby or you know we just start, if we start getting weird with it you guys can keep us on um, the right track Yeah, uh, we will we'll keep it we'll keep it normal um we won't go too obsessive over the characters and play here but yeah um, but yeah i'm g and and that sister and then you know we don't have a theme song yet so we right. were gonna um just wrap one out for you real quick no i'm just kidding but <laughs> But we're coming up. We're going we're gonna to have music. We're going to have the artwork. We're going to have all the things. So okay. get ready. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. All right, G. Till next time. All right, sister. Till next time. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.